everyone, and welcome to our podcast today. I'm Edie Tolbert. And I'm Jennifer Edwards. And we are Business Besties. Hello again. Here we are. Um, Our subject for today is Grace Over Grind. This is a book that is written by Shay Bynes, who is the founder of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneurs. Um... Jennifer stumbled upon this through a devotion. I think it was a devotion app through the Bible app. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's how she found her. And um, she got the book. And then she told me, I needed to read the book. And so when your business bestie finds a book and she tells you to read it, then you go right to the bookstore or your Kindle or whatever it is. And you get the book and you read it. So we are going to review the book because for me, it was a pivotal pivot in my journey or walk as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, um, and I'll tell you why in just a few minutes. What we're going to basically do is we're going to take this book. We are going to talk about um, two or three moments in the book where it was like, aha. Mm-hmm. And, um, and let and me just say that the whole book, the whole book literally is aha. So picking out picking two. Yeah. Was thank really you, thank you Shea Bynes the whole book the really whole book. really 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 hard to just pick out a, yes uh, and we will um, obviously put in the show notes yes all the information for yes. you to find her and this book is available on Amazon um, that's how I got mine just if you've got Prime you'll get it the next day so um, don't do it now while you're listening to the podcast but as soon as we're done go buy the book. <laughs> um, the first and foremost is trying to discern, are you working gracefully, with grace, or are you grinding? That's, that's the question that you need to ask yourself. And this book clearly talks about, are you working the grind? And it's like on page 13. And let, me just, let me just walk through a couple of things that I can throw out there that will you'll be able to determine. So it says, are you working by grind? And then it says, you're, you're relying solely upon your own strength to run your business. Grinding is a physical exertion, and other times it is mental, or what I call grinding in your head. Mm. So if you're doing that, if you're losing sleep, um, all the things, and I'm going to talk about them. First one is financial anxiety. Do you have financial anxiety? Yes, check. Prayerlessness. Um, are you not even finding time? Not dedicating time, but are you not finding time to pray? And can I just, for really quick, I just want to take away everyone's shame. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. People, I've been there. Been there. I've been so stressed and grinding, trying to grind the yeah. workout mm-hmm. low on my own uh-huh. that I just left out prayer. Yeah. Because that didn't seem like the thing. Yeah. And I, so I I just want right there, I want to remove everybody's shame. Y'all, we've all been there. We've all been there. Lack of sleep. Are you basically laying awake at night trying to figure out how to manage all the things, you know, and probably more than anything, the finances. The finances is the one thing that will keep you awake. Analysis paralysis. Um, Fear of failure leads to immobility and asking God for endless confirmations. I mean, how many times have you said, I mean, for me, it was, if you just send somebody through the door with a hundred thousand dollar check, that would solve all my problems. What are you doing? I just need, that's all I need. I'm not asking for much, just a hundred thousand dollars. That's not, 
big in the grand scheme of things. I mean, I, I can't tell you the number of times I literally prayed that way. I didn't really, that wasn't really a prayer. That was a demand. Um, no boundaries. In other words, you make yourself available 24 hours a day, seven days a week for all your clients. No. And I, I was a workaholic. I mean, I use my phone for business too. So immediately when I see something come up and I knew it was about business, I would answer. Yep. Same. Check. Yep. You're no longer finding joy or peace. You're tired, you're worn out, you're agitated, and you're carrying the stress of everyday ups and downs of your business. Ugh. Been so, there, done that, yeah. highlight that sentence. I tell you, the, the analysis paralysis one gets me every mm-hmm. time because I'm so guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Man, I can sit down and analyze and jump down the rabbit hole and research and mm-hmm. write and come up with plans and... Before I know it, I've spent half the day, mm-hmm. and I've still not accomplished anything. Right. And I'm just, I'm just paralyzed. Paralyzed. I've been there. Paralyzed. Been there. I mean, and that is that is such a hard place to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I lend it to being in the water and not even treading water. I'm literally up to my neck with one arm out, waving mm-hmm. the proverbial "somebody come and help me" mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. I mean, I it's just, and you you're literally sinking. There's there's no. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Bleh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I know that as we say these words with the emotion in our voices, mm-hmm. every single person mm-hmm. listening, mm-hmm. unless they've only been in business for two days. Yeah. And then in that case, we're probably scaring them to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but everybody's felt these things. Yes. Yeah. Everybody has. Because it is not in our nature. Mm-hmm. To work in grace. It is no. our nature because culture tells us to hustle. Mm-hmm. It is everything around us, everything oh. we hear, every single thing in our society says that you're a failure if you don't If you don't grind hustle. it out. Yep. Hustle and grind it out. Yep. I mean, I know of businesses that actually use that as yes. their motto oh, or yes. their, their business statement. And I'm like, nope, 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 no. And let's talk about why. Why? That's all right. Let's talk about why. So, um, rhythm and rest. That's, that's, that was chapter one, just the highlights of chapter one. Chapter two is called rhythm and rest. And when I did a small group, I highlighted on page 19, um, to read this out loud because I felt like everybody in the group needed to hear this. And it said, are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion. Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Here's what I underlined in that scripture. Okay. Um... Where it says, I'll show you how to take a real rest. Mm-hmm. I underlined a real rest. Real rest. What is that? Because for me, I had no idea what no that idea. was. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that even look like? Yeah. I don't even understand what that is. Yeah. I literally did not. Yep. Um, learn the unforced rhythm of grace. And I underlined unforced rhythm of grace because mm-hmm. what that, is that just blew my mind. What is that? Right. I mean, like, I couldn't huh? figure. <laughs> I had no idea what that could even be like. 
Yeah. Um, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. I underlined ill-fitting on uh-huh. you. Oh. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my. Mm-hmm. That means all the things that don't feel good, good, comfortable, normal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I've forced. Not right. what God. God right. will put us in some uncomfortable right. situations sometimes. Right. But the things that I knew in mm-hmm. my knower mm-hmm. that I had taken on, mm-hmm. he didn't do that to me. No. Because it says here in Scripture. Ill-fitting. That's right. And then the last thing that I underlined was keeping company with me and you'll learn to live freely, freely and, and lightly. lightly. And again, I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? I, I uh-huh. don't know. I have no idea what that means. Uh-huh. Like, I don't even, I have no idea how that's supposed to even feel. Right. Because I'd never known anything else. Right. But to carry the world on my shoulders, mm-hmm. to be responsible for everything, and to make everything mm-hmm. happen. Yes. Force uh-huh. everything to uh-huh. happen. Not uh-huh. that things would be light and free. If you, if you don't work it hard, then you're not going to get a reward. That's that's what that's I was always taught. Yep, that's the word. Work hard. Yep. And then you'll get the reward. Yeah. Nothing about living freely and lightly. Never. In in the midst of working? Never. No. The world does not tell us this. No. No. But Shay does. And <laughs> Shay. we love Shay. We love Shay Bynes. <laughs> so, um So when he talks about rest, he's not it says we're not talking about a need for refreshing physical relaxation, a vacation, or a period of inactivity. Rest is awareness. Yeah. Rest is awareness. Underlined in my book right yes. here. So it's it's an ongoing awareness of the presence of an unchanging and all-powerful God in your life. It's simply something that you realize and awaken to. Rest is something that you access and it resides on the inside of you because you are one with Christ and there's no difference between you and Christ. Mm. So it's, it's not about taking a nap. It's not about going on a vacation because we all know that once we get done with the vacation, we've got to come home to rest from the vacation. Right. Um, it's not about sitting on a lawn chair out by the pool. It's about being able to rest in grace with God right. as you're doing the thing. So how do we do that? Well, one of the things that she says, application is to ask the Holy Spirit. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit the following question and then write down the answer you receive. How can things be different in my business if I consistently partner with the supernatural flow provided to me by God's grace? What came to me as I began to pray this was he is my provider and my provision and everything else is a resource. If he does not provide it, if he, it's, it's a resource. He will use the resources to make sure that I have what I need to do my job. That's so good. I mean, pretty simple, right? Right. But. <laughs> but. But when your whole world has been. Yes. Wrapped around being your own resource. Right. And never relying right. on anybody else because we are independent. That's right. why God made us entrepreneurs. Right. It's a difficult. It's a difficult. Transition. Transition. And it takes work. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's no. going to be daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. You have to get into that rhythm of rest in order to get there. Yep. Not to say that it won't happen along the way because it will. 
but you have to learn how to work that and how to rely on him keep your head down focus on what you're supposed to be focusing focusing on and let him bring those provisions to you yep. so it's so so good y'all so so good we are just touching on this book and in in 30 minutes we're not going to be able to Mm-mm. to cover it all Mm-mm. and we don't want to because we no. need you to read this book right we need you to read this book if if i read everything that i've highlighted in this oh, book me too i'd be reading the whole book yeah too. <laughs> exactly yes me too it just it's such an eye opener um it was it literally when jennifer introduced this book to me it literally helped me change the trajectory of my business not only my business but the nonprofit. i actually started applying these these what she teaches in this book to my nonprofit, and because of the way that the nonprofit turned I started applying to the day spa and the day spa turned. And so um, there's just so much good. Um, and this is something that, that the Lord laid on her heart um, was to be kingdom driven entrepreneurs and to help those entrepreneurs out there in the marketplace. Cause it is, you know, not everybody's called to be a pastor or a minister, um, but we are called to do whatever we're doing in the marketplace and it's important. And so we need to see the importance of that, but include God in that. As we move forward. Okay, I want I want everybody to hear what Edie just said. She said, not everybody is called Mm-mm. to ministry, but you are called to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And the marketplace doesn't mean that you leave God at church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And as Christian business owners, mm-hmm. where we base our core values on biblical truths, right. it is really important that you are not allowing culture right. to get you into this crazy hustle lie because it's a lie it is a lie that is straight from the pit of the enemy a hundred percent yes that if he can keep god's entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. tied up in the hustle mentality Mm -hmm. and the grind mentality they stay so busy Mm -hmm. with unimportant things that they actually cannot get done what god needs them to get done yeah yeah absolutely um I think just a couple of other things in, in the chapter of rhythm and rest, working in rhythm and rest, it, she says, your relationship with God are uniquely yours and his directions to you will be tailor-made for you. Mm. You need to understand that you are uniquely you and he has a tailor-made plan for you. Because your destiny is found in your history. Right. Thank you, Pastor Jonathan Rivers. Thank you, thank you Pastor Jonathan. <laughs> I also, she said, meet with God regularly. And that's about cultivating and maintaining intimacy with the Father, with Jesus, the lover of your soul, and with the Holy Spirit. Um, you can't expect God to give you direction if you're not talking to him. A hundred percent. If you're, I mean, it's a relationship, and this was the hard, hard one for me to learn over the over the years. Um, and I literally just talk to him like I'm sitting here talking to you. Um, if I'm on my morning walk, um, whether it's through whether it's through songs, whether it's through my daily devotion, which you know, daily is daily, and do I do it every day? No, because I need, I need. I need to change it up. I, I, if I do something every exactly the same, mm-hmm. 
at some point, I'm not even paying attention to what I'm reading. Routine is important, but I do believe changing it up is important yes. as well. Yeah, it's it's songs, it's daily devotion, it's the word, it's a message, it's a podcast, um, or it's just talking to my business bestie. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that is for that day, that's that's what speaks to me. So it's it's all about establishing and cultivating. You ha- it's it's like anything else. You have to work at it. Um, if you just had a relationship with your spouse or um, your children or your best friend and you only did it once a week, what kind of a relationship would that be? Very, very superficial. Right. But if you work at it, if it's daily or every other day or whatever it is, you have to cultivate it. And that's the same thing with God. If you want, if you want that intimacy with him, if you want to hear from him, then you have to work on that relationship with him. Right. And so, so that's important. that's where the rest and the rhythm comes. Because when we come the other thing the enemy does is when when we when we allow ourselves to hustle and get so busy, mm-hmm. he knows that oh, yeah. the first thing that's going to go yeah. is our daily conversation with oh, yeah. God. He knows no. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his ultimate goal mm-hmm. is to wreck us. And if he yeah. wrecks us through busyness, he's going to do it. Yeah. And 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 remember that some of those are so minor as what we would call minor. It's not always a major hit. Right. It could be very minor. Mm-hmm. Um, he could stir up a fight between you and your boss or mm-hmm. um, you and an employee or you and a vendor or but take a step back. That's been the, one of the things I've really had to work on because that, the, the relationship that I grew up with my mom and dad was very volatile. It was always a defense, 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 react, react, react. And so I've even had to learn how um, if I have a conflict with an employee and, and I feel attacked, I just calmly say, I'm going to take, st- take a step away because if I react right now, it's not going to be pretty and I don't want to do that. So I'm going to take everything that you've said, I'm going to process, and then I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about it. But if I react now, it's, it's going to end really ugly. Mm. So I appreciate what you've said. Now let me process. And so just having that mindset of, and that's cultivating. I mean, like I've even said, and I've said it in previous podcasts, God will give me a direction and I'll say, oh, that's great, but I'm going to pray about it. I mean, who am I praying <laughs> Which to? Which cracks me up. Who am I praying to? Really? But that just tells him, that's our relationship. That just tells him, okay, she needs some time to process. I need to give her a little bit more information as we go along, as she processes, and then she'll come back and we'll be good. So, you know, it is what it is. I just... God knows us, and he, he loves knows. us, and he... And he has a sense of humor, and he, and he loves it. He loves I mean, it. Don't you know he's cackling, going, but Edie, in two seconds, when you go pray about it, you're talking to me. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, how ridiculous so is that? But funny. that's just me. Yeah. That's me. What else do you have about... Was there anything about rhythm and rest that you had that you wanted to add? Well, what's funny is I underlined all the things that you did mm-hmm. in your book. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at my book, and I'm seeing your book, and we've <laughs> underlined the same things. So, yeah, um, where you talk about relationship with God are uniquely yours, and his directions to you will be tailor-made for you. Mm-hmm. I underlined directions and tailor-made. Mm-hmm. And then um, cultivating and maintaining intimacy with the Father. I mean, I... I just feel like that's such a theme with everything mm-hmm. that you and I talk about. Mm-hmm. It's just so important. Yes. It, yep. Five minutes in the morning is better than no minutes in the mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. And I've had those days. I have those days all the time where I don't have time to go sit in my um, place and space. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I ha- 
Annie F. Downs says she makes space and she has a place Mm -hmm. where she goes and sits Mm -hmm. with the father every morning. And so it's like a specific chair is where she has Mm -hmm. a conversation. Well, I kind of have that as well. And there are days I can't, I mean, early morning meetings, which I really, really don't like. But, and the reason I don't like them is because I don't get to have that peaceful time with with me and my Abba father. Right. And, but I know, I get it. Like, Mm -hmm. we have lives, we have businesses. Some people like to do first thing in the morning meetings and whatever. But me in a small group at 830 (laughs) in the morning. Yes. So I think that. You find your rhythm with God mm-hmm. through routine, and then once you find that routine is when you start mixing it up a little bit. Right. right. I don't think you say, I'm going to start out mixing up this routine. Like you got to have a routine first, and right. then listen, and he'll say, why don't you go walk in the morning while it, when it starts mm-hmm. getting cooler? Like, he's done yeah. that with me. Yeah. Like, I'll go sit down to start writing in my journal and writing out my prayers, and it's a nice, cool morning after a long, hot summer. Yeah. And it's so refreshing. And there's yes. something so amazing about that refreshing moment of going out and walking. Yeah. And it's a whole, it's like that God is new, promises are new every morning yeah. kind of a thing when yeah. you hit that cooler, warm, or cooler, dry air mm-hmm. here in Oklahoma. Yes. So, yeah, I think routine is good. and But you got to listen to the Holy Spirit and let him mix it up. I, what I, I was thinking about when you are talking about walking, it's, it's amazing to me that I can be out, because I love to be out walking. Um, and I'll even get up earlier, which I never was a morning person ever, ever until just recently. Um, but I'll look at the weather the night before and I'll determine how, what time do I need to be out before it reaches 80 degrees. And we're right in the smack dab middle of summer, right? Yes. It's, it's 90 degrees by eight o'clock. It's okay. terrible here. And the humidity. Come on, let's talk about it. <sighs> but, um, it's, it's so amazing to me. It's, it's at that point in my walk where I think. I just, I, I'm having a hot flash, a hot flash <laughs> beyond a hot flash out in the summer heat, and I can't do this. And then that song comes on on my playlist, and I'm just like, brisk walk, here we go. <laughs> and it's, it, you know, it's just like, because it's a marching song, man. It's, it's, it's the one that you just want to sing out loud with your ear, and the people are you pass around in the neighborhood, they're going, oh, what is wrong with her? But it's one of those that just truly gets you going, and you're ready to start the day, yeah. you know, so... Speaking of hot flashes, I'm having one of those right now. So oh, if you hear a fan, heart. it's just me <laughs> fanning my face. Oh, okay. my goodness. What um, else? All right. So moving on, she talks about in Chapter 3, if you guys are following along, if you happen to have the book, it's page 43. She talks about divine favor. Mm-hmm. And I just love the concept of favor anyway. Mm-hmm. Every single morning when my husband is leaving for work, we always pray together, and then as he's, as he's walking out, I wave my hands at him, and I say, favor, 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 like, as if I'm, like, bestowing favor. Casting. I'm casting favor all over him. <laughs> but that I love the word favor because it's unmerited. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't work for favor. Right. Which I think is such an important piece of the whole grace over grind. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have any power mm-hmm. to create favor. No, we don't. It's God's favor. Mm-hmm. And if you really grasp that, mm-hmm. and when you read this book, you get a full-on better definition of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I underlined this, and I wrote out to the side of it, love, mm-hmm. with an exclamation point. The favor of God yields both material and spiritual benefits. It brings influence, divine appointments, yay, divine connections, promotion, unusual preferential treatment from people, Sudden breakthroughs, financial provision, 
redemption from missed opportunities, which I underlined three times, <laughs> of all, all of which you could not have done on your own, and all of which you will ultimately glorify God in the eyes of others and draw you into a closer relationship with him. So having divine favor has nothing to do with you. And having all of those fun things mm-hmm. happen during your business day where you get a connection with someone that turns into a connection that turns into another connection that turns into another connection because God built the, built the path. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I love. Yeah. I love. I love that there is this favor. And I have that that same paragraph highlighted, underlined, and a big star out beside it because that <laughs> that this whole chapter. If you don't, if you don't get, I mean, I have got all kinds of notes. We could probably spend a whole podcast just on this chapter. It's just so amazing. Yes. Um, the next on page forty four at the top of the page, the next paragraph says, "With divine divine favor." Things that would have taken you 10 years to do in your business will be accomplished within months. You'll find yourself sitting in key meetings that normally would not have had the credentials to be invited to. Things that would have otherwise been impossible are suddenly made possible. And I have literally had that happen. Um, And I want to tell the story really quick. I went, took my aunt to an appointment. She had breast cancer, beat that, and then it came back in her liver and I took her, at that point, she was unable to drive to her appointments. So me and two of her friends would um, take her to appointments. And we took her to one of the cancer centers here located in, in Tulsa. And I took her to the appointment. And it, it struck me odd because it was like an airport, airport, airport port counter. Good grief. Say that fast three times. <laughs> but you walk in and there's a counter and there's, it has the lane direction. And they go up and check in. They get a bracelet. And then they go get their labs, and then they go to their appointments, blah, blah, blah. So as she, was, as she checked in and we went to the lab area, it's, they had a sign, and it says, if the lab is full, if you're not a, a, a cancer patient, please wait in the hallway. And they had these chairs lined up in the hallway. So I sat in the hallway because the lab was full, or the waiting area was full. And what do we do when we're waiting? I pulled out my phone and started scrolling, and I clearly heard from the Holy Spirit to put my phone away. And I was like what? You need to put your phone away. Fine. You know, I'm like that 12 year old kid. <laughs> Fine. Parent is telling me to put my toy away. And so I put it away and he said, look around. What do you see? What do you mean? What do I see? I see a lot of cancer patients. What do you, what do you do? What, what, where are you going with this? And this was before I read this book. And he said, but what else do you see? And I went, Oh, I see people that are hurting. I see what you want me to see. I see people that are hurting. I see people that are here with them, helping them get to what they need in order to stop the hurting. He said, well, hold on, because you're going to be here one of these days. I'm going to be here one of these days? What are you talking about? Nothing after that. So fast forward to um, I had my day spa, then I launched the nonprofit, then a lady messages us from this cancer center and said, hey, we heard about you. Can you drop off some information so that we can hand it out? Sure. So I take it to her and the meeting turns into, let me tell you about this story because I, in the meeting, I determined that she's a believer too. And so I share my story with her and she said, oh my gosh, we have been looking for somebody 
to do what you've been doing. And it wasn't too long after that we signed a contract and our massage therapists were in the infusion room providing hand and foot massages to the clients as they were receiving treatment. Now, that was a period over three to five years. He, he placed that idea in my head and I had no idea what that even meant. But after I left that meeting, I, I realized what he meant three or four years prior to that. So you find yourself in meetings that you think are for one reason and they're for another. And before you know it, you've got a contract with a cancer center providing services that you've been doing. And how much greater is it that they're getting the service while they're receiving their treatment? Exactly. Amazing. I could never orchestrate that on my own. Ever. Right. Because didn't you tell me one time that most of the time, no... Others are not allowed in the infusion room. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't even get to bring in family. And this was even prior to COVID. Like They could take one person in with them. But, you know, sometimes it's six and eight hours. So Mm -hmm. they would stay a little time. After they receive their Benadryl, they go to sleep. Then that person might get up and go get lunch or run an errand or whatever and then come back. So, yeah, it was unheard of. Except with God. Except with God. And this book helped me see that in that you will find yourself sitting in places with people that you could never orchestrate on your own. Right. Well, one of the other things that comes to mind as we're, as you tell that story is that there is a, an element to this cultural hustle concept Mm -hmm. of you're going to hustle and you're going to make it happen right now. Mm -hmm. And that's not God's timing. Mm -mm. God's mm-hmm. timing in this situation was four years. Mm-hmm. And it was steps. It is steps. So many and steps. And there's that whole other concept of time that is within this that mm-hmm. we all need to realize that God is orchestrating things behind the scenes all the time and we know nothing about. Right. And it is his timing and you can't push it and you can't hustle it into existence. And one of the other things this book taught me is... Just to focus on today, I can't change anything that happened yesterday. I can't control anything that happened. And how many times have we heard preachers preach this? Matthew six thirty four. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. I mean, how many times? How many times? And you're like, yeah, right. I'm over here doing my thing. I can get this done. No, 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 no. It's so important to just wake up in the morning. Okay, God, what's today? You know, what's, what are the opportunities? When I come across an opportunity, you know, slap me on the back of the head and say, pay attention to that checker at Walmart. Because she's having a rough day. Don't be ugly to her. You know, be friendly. Show her some love. You don't have to say, I'm here in the name of Jesus. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's being aware of who God is placing in your path at that time so that when he shows you a hurting soul, you can be that encouragement to that person. So what is, you know, my prayer every morning is show me the opportunities. Make sure I don't miss one. And I'm not going to say that I don't miss one. I mean, I do. And then I beat myself up. How many times have we done that? Beat oh, ourselves yes. up? Oh, yes. Oh, if I, I could go back and I could give them a $25 tip instead of a $5 tip, but that's all the cash I had without breaking a 50. <laughs> and I don't want to wait for them to go and break the 50 because that'll take another five minutes for me to sit here and wait on them to break. You know, really? Oh, really? You jump down rabbit holes just like I, I do. do. <laughs> there I go. All right. What so... else about favor? Oh, there's so much. There's so, so much. So much about favor. And I... 
I would love to go through every single thing in this book. But oh my gosh. I just feel like we're so good. Um, we can't like every almost everything. There's not. I don't even think there's a page in here that mm-hmm. doesn't have something underlined. Or look at this page. I've got this gigantic exclamation point that I drew. <laughs> And it says, some people refuse the favor that God has granted to them because they don't feel worthy of it. Like, this is the kind of chunks of information that Mm -hmm. you have to get the book. Yeah. You have to get the book because every single page has got things like that that you're also going to be putting big orange exclamation points next to. Yes. So, moving forward, um, to keep our little podcast from going too long, there are two more chapters in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, The fourth chapter is called The Fist. The Sufficiency of Grace, mm-hmm. which talks again about that grace is the empowerment that enables you to successfully do what God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. And His transforming power is made complete in all of our weakness. And that is extraordinary news, isn't it? It is. It so is. Do you have anything else about chapter four? You I want do. To? Okay. I do. Just one cool. thing. It yep. talks about the application about asking the Holy Spirit. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit the following question, and then write down the answer you receive. What does living within the grace of one day only look like for me? And I wrote manna. I look for and process my daily manna. No more. No less. Just today. I remember the phone calls and the mm-hmm. texts that you mm-hmm. and I have had, and. <laughs> Over the years and you saying mm-hmm. it's the manna mm-hmm. and manna. and you telling me, mm-hmm. what is your manna? Mm-hmm. Asking me, what's your manna? Mm-hmm. Why, are, why are you worried it, about tomorrow? And it's not just about him dropping bread from heaven. You have to pick it up and Correct. put it in your mouth. Correct. And chew. Correct. Okay? Yes. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a relational thing. It is. Very much. In fact, <laughs> so. I listened to a podcast. <laughs> With Jill Donovan, the owner of Rustic Cuff, and she talked a lot about um, the action required with that manna. Yeah. And they, the whole podcast, I feel like it just went down this rabbit hole Mm -hmm. of finding the scriptures, and it was very, very interesting. I'll I'll put that in the show notes. Yes, I listened to the same one, Mm -hmm. and that's where I picked up the pick it up, put it in your mouth, and chew. It's a process. It's not just, oh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah. You literally have to pick it up. Literally. And then finally, I think there's only five chapters, right? There's five chapters in the back of the book. There's a workbook. Yeah. So um, the very last chapter is now what? And so as you can imagine, I don't think we have to go too far into now what? I mean, she really guides you through Mm -hmm. um, taking those next steps. What do those Mm -hmm. look like practically? And I've got so much underlined. I couldn't even, like, I can't even start to even... (laughs) I can't even start to even, I have words, I have, mm-hmm. oh, I even have your be still, listen, move, move in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do too. Oh, so this book. I think we guys, talked about that at that point. That must be why. Mm-hmm. So I, we just, we thoroughly encourage you, and we're going to mm-hmm. say, I'm going to say the name again. It's Grace Over Grind. Mm-hmm. Shay Bynes, and that's spelled S-H-A-E, and her last name is B-Y-N-E-S. Mm-hmm. She also has a, a companion to this, which is a goal-setting book. Goal-setting book, yes. And I would just buy them both when you go to Amazon. Don't yes. don't wait. Just do them both. And, oh, by the way, we are not sponsored. No. This is no... This no, is, we're just firm believers. Yeah, we... She's not paying us. No. Um, so this... Go listen to her podcast, buy her book, buy the goal-setting book, do yeah. all the things, because you will not be disappointed. You won't. You absolutely will not. She... I feel like she is the... Uh, the premier... 
person out there talking about making sure that you're partnering with God in your business. Yes, and that's the whole point is you being partners. He's your CEO. Yep. Working hand in hand. Yep. And then you'll you'll see all the things happening. Absolutely. All the things. All right. It's time for celebrations or kicking the butts. Okay. I don't know why I say butts. It's just one butt. Not butts, butts. <laughs> How many butts are we kicking? <laughs> just my butt. Okay. Singular. Singular. <laughs> what have you got? What have I got? So I am really excited about where my church is going. They have defined their purpose very specifically, Mm -hmm. and they haven't released all of it to the church, so Mm -hmm. I can't tell on my podcast. Um, But I am privy to some of that information because my husband is on the advisory board, and because I worked here for four years, sometimes I get a little bit of, you know. So I can't really say exactly what all of that is, except to say that um, I am so excited about where it's going, and um, that it really is what Pastor Jonathan said this weekend, our destiny is in our history, history, and Um, Both my husband and I are beginning to form a vision of what it looks like for he and I personally to be involved in this vision in a very big way. And um, it will look somewhat like a class Mm -hmm. for um, young, not young people, a class for people who want to understand how a relationship lasts 34 years because we're coming up on our 34th. Nice. Yes. Nice. So we're kind of, that's just kind of the beginnings of it. And right. we are, we are kind of both talking about it. And then as we're away from each other, thinking about it, and we're going to put together, a, not a presentation, but something to give to the pastoral staff here yeah. to um, see if that's something that they're even interested in. And so we're really excited about that because we're seeing in our culture that men and women of all ages do not understand their value Mm -hmm. and that of all the people on the planet, Christian men and women Mm -hmm. should understand their value when it comes to relationships. Yes. So that's what we're doing there. And then for my business, um, just, I am working on some plans of what it looks like for me to help people with what I do as a profession. That's so, awesome. Like I said, I can't go into a whole lot of details, but it's really, really exciting. Yep. And we, I'm just... And as soon as you can share those details, you will. I absolutely will. Awesome. Yes. So I have a celebration um, as we were planning our first in-person fundraiser since COVID um, in August of 2021. It's an outdoor concert with two local artists. Um, and uh, we were talking about you know, having a sponsor for the wine tasting party. Um, and so one of the, one of the event coordinate event planning committee people said, well, I've got a connection with somebody at, um, Sam, Sam's club here in, in Owasso. And she said, let me reach out to her. Well, not only did she give us a $250 gift card, which will take care of the food for, I mean, cause it's just, it's five different wine tastings and just little finger foods to pair the wine with. Not only will it take care of that, she also said, so what, what is this fundraiser for? And so Megan began to tell her, you know, what we do as a nonprofit. And she said, well, I have grant money left over. Why don't you have her submit a grant application? Again, <laughs> here's this, this grant. Um, and so, so yeah, I've submitted the grant. I, I, I put in an amount. I have, and then I told her, I said, 
I didn't know what amount you wanted me to apply for. It could be anywhere from $1,000 to $2,500 to $5,000. Don't know, because I don't know. She didn't tell me what to put in there. And um, so I'm waiting to hear what, how that comes out. And again, a grant that wasn't even in the budget. Right. So, so we're back to grace over grind, grace favor, over grind. favor, divine appointments, divine appointments, all of that, all the absolutely. things. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, um. So anyway, awesome stuff yes. coming down, and we want you guys to join us because these things can happen for you as well. Thank you so much for joining us again today. We love to share how much better our lives are when you share it with your business bestie. Thank you to Destiny Church here in Tulsa, Oklahoma for the use of their recording studio. Thank you to Anchor Podcast for their free access and ease of creating and distributing and hosting our podcast. If you're thinking about you know, hosting your own podcast, check out Anchor because it is so, so easy. Um, you can find me at stonebrookdayspa.com or thestonebrookproject.org. My email is edie at stonebrookdayspa.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And Jennifer, what about you? I am a rebel, and I have um, <laughs> gone away from the your typical social platforms, and I went with one that I could pay for and own, and it's called Mighty Networks. Mm-hmm. I have a subscription there, and I have a community, a free community for female Christian business owners. So if you download Mighty Networks on your phone and you go and search for female Christian business owners, there you'll be. You will find the group. And then I'm also in there as Direction LLC. If you have any questions about that, you can certainly reach out to me at Jennifer at DirectionMasterminds.com. And of course, all of this information will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. And this is Jennifer, and we hope that we've inspired you to find your business bestie if you haven't already.